everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 555 of the show. What a cool number. Um, I really enjoy doing these interviews when people ask me uh, questions about anything. It doesn't even matter. I just really enjoy having conversations with like-minded people, with thought leaders. And so this is an interview. And I thought since 555 is a cool number, you might really like an interview to be posted for this episode of the podcast. So that's what this is. And I really think and know you guys are going to love this episode. So when and if you do, make sure you screenshot this, put in your stories, tag me at I'm Boss Lee, share it with some friends. And if you do put in your stories, I respond to every single one or I try to. And then of course, as always, uh, I do reshare several of them. So if you'd like to be shared on my Instagram channel, I'm Boss Lee, then make sure you screenshot this and share it. If you have not already left a five-star review and you feel inclined to, please do so. They mean a lot to me. I do like stopping and reading them sometimes. Um, and they put me in a great mood. So I'm going to go ahead and read one today. That is from last week, Out of This World, the Fox 69 underscore one. Hard to describe how JL passed in the message and can touch every person in a different way. Every entrepreneur or mentor can touch everyone, but no one can touch you like Jesse Lee with two hearts. I love that. It's so sweet. You're so amazing. Every single one of you. I really appreciate you sharing the show. I appreciate you spreading the message. And uh, Boss Lee Accelerator is in the final stages of funnel building. And so we are almost launching. So if you need updates on that, make sure to follow me on Instagram as well, because that is where I'm going to be dropping most of those also on Facebook and uh, oh, my email list too. But love you guys. Appreciate you. Enjoy episode 555 of the show. Ward, and we are going to talk a ton about how she brands herself, how she puts herself out there, and how she's just an amazing woman in business today. So let's get started. Jesse, why don't you just tell us about where you, who you are, what you've been doing, and how you got to where you are today. Cool. So hello, hello, everybody. My name is Jesse Lee. You can call me Boss Lee. And uh, first of all, I'm the number one network marketer in the world, which is like my claim to fame, but that allows me to do so much cool stuff. I'm a, I'm a keynote speaker, I'm an investor, I'm just a serial entrepreneur, and I started in all of this with the direct sales network marketing model, which is why I'm so passionate about it. Um, that was 11 years ago, so I'm old. Um, I'm kidding, but, um, but uh, anyway, so I've been doing this for, like I said, 11 years basically, and then it has just turned into really an empire, so now hundreds of millions of dollars of sales later. I don't ever want to make any income claims, so I won't talk about all that, but um, life is good, sister. Life is good. Good. Awesome. Yeah. So what like got you started in like the 11 years ago? What kind of led you to this, you know, to that point? Yeah. This, uh, direct sales was probably the last thing that I actually wanted to do, you know, going into people's houses and selling product. And, uh, mm -hmm. I never really had a, a fear of public speaking. Like I know a lot of people do, but I, 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 okay, so let me like backtrack. I've never said this, so I don't know if he's watching, but uh, or if, if he'll listen. But one of my neighbors, and I won't use his name, but he is one of the biggest child actors of all time. So like, if I said the movies he's in, you would know. Um, and I just ran across him today, actually, and he said, "So like, I saw you were doing all this stage stuff this uh, this past week," and I said, "Yeah, like I was on two really really big stages in Miami." And he said, "I never could do that. Like, I love looking at a camera or talking to one or two people." Um, and I said, see, mine's the opposite. And so when I started, it was out of total desperation. I needed $300 a month to pay rent. And I had no, there was no gig, gig economy back then. There was no Uber Eats. There was no DoorDash. There was no Lyft. There was none of this 
whatever uh, 11 years ago. So direct sales was really the only way I could do that. And so I started in people's homes. I sold product, started building a small sales team. Small sales team turned into a medium-sized sales team. Medium-sized sales team turned into a large sales team. Uh, and then I made the pivot into network marketing instead of direct sales um, a little over six years ago, I guess it was. And now it's enormous. Now it's now it's a proper empire. So that's that's where we are. But I got started out of desperation. I don't want it to sound like it was some, you know, oh, well, that was just so inspired to be an entrepreneur. Uh, no, no, I, I grew up with the same way a lot of people are, which is like you do the, the right thing. You go and you get a good job and you, or, or first, you, well, you get a job and then you get a degree and then you get a good job and you climb the ladder. And um, I'm really thankful for the book Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg because I read it in 2013, 2012, 2013. And she was talking about how there's no longer the climbing of the ladder. That just, that just doesn't exist anymore. It's almost like the world is a jungle gym and you get to jump. You know, you get to make the decision to, to leap as far ahead as you want to. And that really shifted my perspective that I could be a woman who really created my own destiny. And so that's, that's where we are. That's awesome. That's incredible. So just like, yeah, so many points I want to talk about on sure. like everything you just said. <laughs> um, so for like, like starters, when you said you started making a team and creating more people and stuff like that, what are you, some of the things that you think are the most important when creating a team and like building that? Because I know a lot of business uh, entrepreneurs out there today are like starting their teams and like, you know, they, you know, it's hard to, hard to get that good foundation under you to keep growing. Um, so I don't know exactly why I started doing it except for I knew I had to figure it out because I needed to be able to leverage my time and I didn't have the skill sets to do it necessarily because nobody has the skill sets when you start. I just realized that there's the power of one and then there's the power of all of us combined together. So I made that decision then to, to build a sales organization just simply out of mathematics. You know, like, I don't know how to explain it, but I didn't know what to do. And so a couple of key things, uh, educate yourself. I started buying books. I still have some of these books. Like one of the books that I first read and I don't, and here's the thing is I'm not necessarily recommending this book because I don't, I haven't read it in 10 years, 11 years. So it might not even pertain anymore, but I read how to make your first million dollars in network marketing, a book by Mary, Mary or Marianne Christensen. And I remember seeing that and being like, okay. So my first problem is I don't understand people. And I hope anybody who's listening to this writes that down. The number one problem I think with people who can't quote unquote can't recruit people is you don't understand human dynamics. I certainly didn't. I didn't understand that not everybody's motivated by the same things that I'm motivated by. I didn't understand that everybody had different personalities. I didn't understand, I believe it's her book, she talks about the what I call color personalities, but she talks about it in the way of birds. Okay, so she'll talk about like the peacocks who I call the blues, who are like, blah, 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 blah. you know, like, look at me. Um, the eagles, who are the reds, you know, and she's talking about the owls, who are the green analyticals, like, hoo, 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 hoo. and then the doves, <laughs> she calls them the doves, who are the yellows. And I remember reading that like, what? Not everybody wants to win like that, because I'm the eagle, right? I'm like, not everybody wants to be the dove who loves people. See, I didn't understand that. And so in that book, she kind of goes through the, the personalities, how to speak to the personalities, how to understand human dynamics, and then therefore how to build an organization that needs all four of the birds or the colors or whatever you want to call it. And that shifted a lot for me because I realized I was overcomplicating basically everything when it came to recruiting. 
I don't know who needs to hear that, but I was overcomplicating everything and I needed to slow down, speak their language. I didn't realize that I was basically speaking Russian to somebody who speaks Spanish. That's like the equivalent, right? Um, and so that was the first thing, I guess. And then I, I started learning the actual nuances, the actual skill sets. I started to learn how to direct people to resources. A lot of people need to learn how to direct people to resources instead of being the resource. That's a really big recruiting tip. Um, another big recruiting tip I learned pretty, pretty early on was just to shut up. Um, okay. People think that they're going to talk people into building a business and you may be able to talk people into building a business, but I think it's highly ineffective. I think you then end up getting a lot of people who end up not doing the business because you have pushed them into it. You've been one of those weird, slimy, salesy, borderline fraudulent recruiters. And I just didn't like how that felt. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to shut up and I'm going to let, you know, Michelle tell me what she needs to know, or I'm going to, I'm going to let, you know. Lindsay, tell me what she needs to know, and then I'm only going to answer those questions. And so I don't know if all that's from that book or anything like that, but I do know that I read that book and I said, okay, my problem is I have a very big lack of skill sets. I had the passion, I had the drive, I had the understanding I needed to build an organization in order to go global, but that was all I knew. And then I had to learn the skills, and then I used the skills, applied the skills, and then the rest is history. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that sounds honestly just. That was laid out so perfectly. And I think that's a big thing in business today is like people don't understand, you know, there are different personalities that you have to work with. And so, yeah, like the motivation factor on that side of like what motivates them can then help everybody work together. So that's oh, awesome. for sure. Yeah. And like run that back. Like anybody who's listening, you might want to run that back, what she just said and what I just said. We're all motivated by different things. And so there's a lot of people who ask, how did you scale the organization? It's like, Everybody's different. So you need to find out what makes Antonia want to build. You know, like for me, it's not the money and it's not the cars and it's not any of the stuff at this point. It's literally the people, you know? Yeah. So you can tell me, oh, like I'm going to run a cash incentive for a thousand dollars. I'm going to be like, and cool. <laughs> like, I don't care. And there's broke people who won't run for that too. So it's not just because I have you know, I have money now. It's like, you really got to figure out what's getting people to actually uh, build a business. Yeah, no, that's, that's incredible. And so I'm just like going off that exact and something else you said is you seem to be really aware of people and just like yourself. Yeah. And you said that you weren't scared to speak on like a huge stage. So how did you get to that point? How did you become, <laughs> you know, kind of confident in yourself? Uh, okay. Two questions in there. So, so First of all, I was shaking like a leaf on Saturday. I want to be perfectly clear about this. Um, I spoke uh, at, at an event at a mastermind that I'm part of, and yeah. it was the most powerful room I've ever spoken in front of, and I knew it, and I had a very, very much so awareness around it. And before I got on stage, I was, I mean, I was doing like full blown this, you know, it looked like, it looked like spirit fingers, you know, like I was like, blah, 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 blah. So I still feel the fear around that. I think that fear, if you understand that the chemicals that are released in your brain when you're excited are the same as when you're scared, you can flip yourself into feeling like you're scared into, ooh, I'm just excited for this opportunity. So I was, I was, I was like hopping my, you know, pumping myself up. Like you're just excited, Jesse, Lou. you're just excited. Um, I, I was just trying to say, I, I smaller rooms still scare me bigger, more than bigger rooms. The only mm. exception to that would be, um, I, uh, I was also very scared when I walked out at MGM Grand for the first time in front of, you know, 16,000 people or something. And you're like looking up at like, whoa, my 
God. Um, yeah. But I don't even think it's the people as much as I feel. I feel the tremendous pressure to perform. And I think that's a good thing. I think a lot of times people don't put themselves in situations where they actually have to perform. So that's that first thing. And then you asked about confidence. And confidence is easy. Confidence comes. Somebody needs to write this down. I don't know who's listening. But yeah. confidence comes okay. from when you do what you say you're going to do. So, and it doesn't have to be big stuff. You know, the only reason I have a morning routine and an evening routine and, and, and schedule throughout the day and checklists as well, like I'm a big, like a checklist for the days right here, like my, uh, my checklists is because there's something about checking off each of the things that makes you go, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like every single time I check a box, I feel like, yes, Jessie Lee does what she says she's going to do. Mm-hmm. And if you are that person and you know who you are, you're going to behave confidently. You stop caring what people say about you. You stop looking for validation. Nobody can really tell me about myself because every single time I say I'm going to do something, I've done it. Right? And it starts with the little stuff. So those of you who aren't that confident, like if you say you're going to work out in the morning, that can be a win of the day. If you say you're going to drink a gallon of water a day, Drink a gallon of water a day. That's a win. If you say you're going to be consistent on social media and you want to be more confident in your business in general or your life in general, then be consistent on social media. If you say you're going to reach out to five people and tell them you're grateful for them, well, then do it. Every single thing. I mean, it's, it's just very, very simple to create confidence if you would just have the little wins, 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 and the little wins. Turns into big wins. Yeah. And then they add up. Yeah. That's, yeah, so powerful. And I think so true because I know, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I've done 75 hard. I've done it three times. Yeah. Three times. Yeah. Okay. So I literally just, um, this sucks. I just failed on day 73. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. What did you, what did you, uh, what did you miss? So, <laughs> so I usually take my photos in the morning, but I woke up late that morning, missed my whole routine. Um, before bed, I was like, don't forget to take your photo. And then I laid in bed and fell asleep. And I told No! Ah, 73! Ah, that's rough. Oh, yeah. It was rough. It was, I've never, like, immediately woke up so angry before. But it was okay. Um, wow. <laughs> but well, I, hold on. I, I want to know. What's your plan, though? Are you going to go do it again? Yeah. So my sister's getting married in um, a month here or two. And then I plan to just kick right back into it. So, so interestingly enough, so well, you know, I could talk about something quite hard all day. So yeah, I'm about to share a stage with Andy Frisella actually. So I'm pretty excited about that since, um, no I can, know, I can I, that yeah. would be a dream. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I owe, I mean, I shouldn't say I owe my podcast to him, but the combination of, um, Gary Vaynerchuk saying audio is the future. And then Andy Frisella in his power list from a couple of years ago, uh, that I put, start a podcast on my power list. And, uh, now, you know, 6 million downloads later, <laughs> you know, one of the highest reviewed entrepreneurial podcasts in the world. It's just, it's crazy how the compound effect really happens. So anyway, but, um, so the first two times I did 75 hard, you know, obviously great results, but, and the only things though that stuck is I've, I've been drinking a gallon of water a day ever since. Uh, and I've been reading, you know, I've always been a reader, but I've, oh, I've been 
perfect at reading ever since this. Everything else kind of fell by the wayside. This third time I did something a little different. I don't know if anybody, maybe you need to hear this. I don't know. Um, yeah. But all I did was I put the end date in my calendar. So I knew that I needed to finish. I knew the end of 75 hard was going to be, I'm making this up now, but like November 15th or something. This is probably yeah. wrong. And so instead of every day being like, you know, day two, day nine, day 30, day 42, days, you know, 61, whatever. People would say, what day are you on? I'm like, I don't know. It's just that every day I'm working out twice and every day I'm eating properly and every day I'm not drinking and every day I'm drinking a gallon of water and every day I'm taking a photo and every day I'm doing whatever. And now like the only things I don't do now are, uh, I do not, I do not, um, take a photo every day and I occasionally will eat something that's not carnivore because I'm carnivore and uh -huh. then um I drink like maybe a cocktail once every three weeks so yeah. like it's turned into my person so back to the confidence it's like this is simple mm -hmm. it's all mindset though confidence I mean I could talk about all day long it's all mindset exactly no and I agree and that's like it's really weird because I've done it like I finished 75 hard and I did, I almost did the whole live hard program, but I failed on the last phase. Um, Dang. And then cold showers yeah, and everything, cold, huh? <laughs> cold showers and all of it, huh? Yeah, no, did it all, did it all. Yeah. And then the last phase, I, I, that's when I like, uh, finally failed, but, um, finally failed, <laughs> finally failed. Yeah. I but you know what? I would even switch the language there because you are so much further ahead than 99.9999999% of the population. You need to give yourself some credit. Most oh. people will never try. I made a post the other day, or I screenshot a post the other day. I don't know if this will resonate with you or anybody listening to this, but I posted a screenshot from 10 years ago. 10 years ago, after 15 months in business, I made $3,447 that month. Okay. And in the comments, I only know because of Facebook memories, right? Like this is not me knowing all the things, right? But in the comments from month 15 of me in business, there are people who are like, oh my gosh, I think I'm too late. Oh my gosh, you're so successful. Oh my gosh, I should have started when you started. Oh my, like they, this on and on. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna join, I'm gonna join, I'm gonna join. Oh my gosh, it's my time, it's my time, it's my time. You know, like people do this. It's, in, it's actually infuriating because I was thinking about this and I coached my team on this yesterday, two days ago, I don't know when it was. I looked at those comments in that post of me posting a check, which you can't do anymore, right? The FTC will come after you. Yeah. <laughs> but none of those people joined or the ones who did quit, which now means I am 11 years ahead of all those people who never started. Now, oh yeah. Now those people from 11 years ago will have a hard time catching up for sure. Mm -hmm. But it was just an extra 15 months when people still did not say yes or still did not commit. Now it's over a decade ahead. So yeah. you should be really proud of yourself for saying yes, getting as far as you did, getting back up again, doing it again and again and again and again and again and again because repetition... Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to learn. That's yeah. And I think that's, 
honestly what I think everybody's missing is it's just so repetitive but that's like that's what you have to uh, like you know engulf and like accept and like I love it in a sense but I also feel like <laughs> I don't know what to commit to quite yet but I I just keep doing 75 hard until I until you figure it out, it out. <laughs> yeah but like it's even that like I think more people just need to do something <laughs> something and figure it out the problem is most people don't take any action so now, like, anybody listening, well, yeah, now you're 11 years ahead. It's going to be impossible to catch up. Right. Yeah. I know. You should have started day one when you saw me, not day six, you know, 6,000. Or I don't know how many days have passed. Like, I can't do math like that. But, like, yes, that's exactly my point. Yeah. Start now. Yeah. So to all those people, like, in thought paralysis, because I think that's so huge and you're so right, and like, what do you, what is your recommendation to get yourself out of that? Like, you know, I think people overthink themselves into not doing things. Do you know that the paralysis by analysis? Yes. Thank you. I was like, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact, I mean, look, I don't want to pretend that I have everything together. Like my life is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I have moments, I have days, I have whatever for sure. But the one thing I know to be 100% fact is if you do nothing, you get nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, that we live in such an abundant time. You know, I, I do these gratitude walks every day. If you follow me, I talk about it all the time. Every day, one of my walks with my dogs is a gratitude walk. And I'm literally talking out loud the entire time. Like, oh, I'm grateful for the breath of my lungs. I'm grateful for the blue sky. I'm grateful for my talents. I'm grateful for, you know, I just go and I go and I go and I go and I go. And it's like, <clears throat> gratitude. And then just do something. You know, you're not going to be... The, the problem is most people are scared of looking stupid, so they don't do anything. And then they go into this negative mindset where the world is against them, or life is unfair, or only a certain percent of people can win, or life is stacked up against me, or, 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 and, and, and. I would ask everybody who says stupid stuff like that to go talk to anybody who's won at a high level whoever it is you're looking up to because i promise you if you talk to those people they're going to have a story of failure after failure after failure after failure after failure after failure after failure the difference is they get back up again and the difference is that it's not about excuses it's about trying new things it's about being uncomfortable it's about understanding the process of sucking at something before you're ever even halfway decent at it and most people don't want to suck. Most people don't want to look stupid. Most people don't want to be foolish. Most people don't want to be, you know, look, look down upon. Most people want to be idolized from day one. Well, nobody, no, like, nobody's going to look up to you at, at, at first. It just doesn't work like that in anything. I'm not even talking about business right now. It's like you want to start on a fitness journey. You know, it's, it's fascinating. People are like, and it, I mean, it doesn't have to be fitness. It could be skincare. You know, you want to have perfect skin. Well, day one, you're a pizza face. It is what it is. It is what it is. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's the process. And then people look up to you because you committed to a skincare routine for six months and your skin's perfect. Then everyone mm -hmm. wants to know, what's your secret? It wasn't a secret. I drank a gallon of water a day. I ate healthier and I have a really good skincare routine. Yes, every single day, six months straight. Fitness, same yeah. thing. Everybody wants to have the dream body, whatever their body is that, that they idolize. I don't care. I don't care what you look like. Everybody has their different ideals of what's perfect and beautiful and whatever. Like cool but you don't have that body type day one that body type does not show up until years down the road for most people but who's willing mm -hmm. to commit to that who who most people quit well business is the same you know your lifestyle everything is the same it's like you want to have a multi-million dollar business you've come to the wrong page if you think i'm here to tell you how to make a million dollars in a week 
right? right. No, I no, <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. You've got to learn the skills. You've got to do the skills. You've got to apply the skills. You've got to get uncomfortable. You have to talk to people. You have to do all these things that make you feel Ugh. But every single thing you've ever done has those same results. Relationships are the same. You know, people are like, oh, they're going to try to make you do uncomfortable things when you're in a business. Hell yeah. Just like look at the, you know, look in your relationship. If you're in a romantic relationship, wasn't it awkward and suck at first? Didn't you go to your first date ready to barf? Barf? You're so nervous. You're spending tons of time in the bathroom getting ready, like picking out like how many different outfits doing whatever. It's uncomfortable. doesn't feel good. Then you go to the date and you're awkward and you're stumbling over everything and you're tripping over your words and you don't even know what you want to drink, what you want to order. You don't know what to say. Your feet are, you're clicking and you're, you're, ah, 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 ah. And then by date five you're like oh my god this is my man this is my woman let's go you know like it's the process of everything but not enough people commit to the process of anything they're not consistent enough to win and i've just always committed to to the consistency i knew that i would win if i never quit and too many people quit yeah quit yeah that's insane so that's and that's crazy to think about that you were talking about like looking back at a post from 11 years ago and like how far you've come and I'm sure you've just like taken crap after crap after crap all these 11 years you know and like people will still just like in that same post be like oh well like you know you get lucky or something and you know you you, you like you you hit the strike when it was really high or something like that oh yeah I mean I get all kinds of weird feedback, but I feel like weird feedback is just evidence that I'm crushing. Yeah. Like people don't talk about people that aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no news articles about irrelevant people. Like it doesn't exist. So I've had, I've had all of it. I've had all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, like, oh, she slept her way to the top. Yeah, that's definitely not a thing. Um, I've had <laughs> the, oh, did you know she had an affair with who? Can I, can I get some information on that? Um, I would like to have been there. Um, I've had the, oh, she had perfect timing. What? Where? The Mm -hmm. first company I joined that was 20, I celebrated their 25 year anniversary. And then what? And I was, what? Uh, what the company that was 30 years in business or the company that was three years in business when I joined, none of which were, were brand new. Right. Um, people will say things like, oh, she, I know, I know she was given things. I know she was given business. I know she was given business partners. What? No, see, that's why I was able to sue the company that terminated me was because I was given no business partners. So the entire lineage was mine. Like, wow. like the facts, the facts aren't fact, facting, you know, the math ain't mathin'. Um, or, or they'll see um, lawsuits that have been settled in arbitration. You never get to see everything that happens in arbitration and arbitration it just doesn't work like that. I never lost yeah. a lawsuit. Have I been sued? Hell yeah. Go find, go find any successful person and find out if they've not been everyone. I mean, like literally you shouldn't say everyone that's globalizing, but everyone I freaking know that is making serious money is getting sued by somebody. That's why we're structured to to protect ourselves, right? Like we, just a different game, right? Everyone has something to say. Oh, she's this. Oh, she's that. Man, I am not one to be throwing stones in glass houses. And so people who spend their time throwing stones in glass houses, I'm like, you better make sure you are the second coming of Christ because let me tell you, there is, I don't know what you believe in, but I got no time to be talking negatively about people. I got no time to be spreading fake rumors about people. I got no time to be speculating on other people's lifestyles. I got time to build business. I got time to spread love, peace, positivity, and that's what I do. So what people say about me is really none of my business. I'm still going right. to win. And you can say whatever you want about me. You can, you can make 5,000 videos about me. I'm still going to win. Winners win, period. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a mindset. That's so like, 
you know, and it's crazy. You you hear, you know, Andy Frisella, all like Tim Grover, every big person, and it's the same mindset. Like, isn't that same, interesting? Um, like, same words. And yeah. to your point, like those are people that are literally in my cell phone. The people you just mentioned. Yeah. People that are winning run with people who are winning. Right. Like. Just kind of bathe in that for a second. Anyone listening to this, right? Like, the winners are going to win. Tim Grover is going to win. Andy Frisella is going to win. Ed Milet's going to win. Dan Fleischman's going to win. Joel Marion's going to win. All uh, Jesse Lee's going to win. These winners are going to win. You can try to do anything you want to. Michael Jordan is still going to win. Everyone, all these people, Michael Jordan's an asshole. He's blah, blah, blah. He still made you better. Mm-hmm. He still made you better. You know, I, I was watching last night, Scotty Pippen Jr. Now is playing yeah. for uh, Xavier College or whatever. It was like on the TV. I'm like, oh my God, Scotty Pippen. Michael Jordan made Scotty Pippen better because Michael Jordan's yeah. a winner. Tom Brady, whose team do you want to be on? You can hate the man. You want to be on his team because he's going to win. Name any of them. You wanted to be on Kobe's team. You want to be on LeBron's team. You want to be on the, the winner's teams. Well, the winners only want winners around them. They don't want negative people around them. They don't want small-minded people around them. They don't want people who are talking about so-and-so's this, so-and-so's that. Because small-minded people talk about people. Winners talk about ideas. We're growing. Mm-hmm. You're dying. There's a difference. We're not the same. Yeah. That's so incredible. Yeah. Wow. That, and that's so cool that, like, you're right winners like all surround themselves with those people and then they talk like i that's only podcasts i listen to is like people like that and they're like even if you can't be around those people like this is just for everybody listening like you can be around those people in the car in like your mind like i don't you know like it's all about who you hang out with how do you think i became how do you think i got the relationships with these people i met let me see like okay somebody six years ago connected me because I was good in network marketing to Bradley, the real Bradley, who you probably know also, okay? I do, yeah. Yeah, of yeah, course, right? Awesome. Brad and I are really good friends now, okay? I've been on, I was on this podcast like four years ago, whatever. Brad is the one who introduced me to Grant and Elena Cardone. That's how uh-huh. that relationship happened. Brad was also the one who introduced me to Tim Grover at one of his events. He's like, Jesse Lee, come through. I'm like, okay. Met, and I had already read Relentless at that point, so I'm like, oh, hey. Mm-hmm. I took the initiative. People need to write this down. I took the initiative outside of those relationships I just said. I would respond to Andy Frisella's stories. I was messaging Ed Milet a whole bunch. Like, just value here, value there. Lewis House, all these, like, whatever. You know, these people that I'm like, God, I need to get these people who are just negative out of my inbox. I want positive people in my inbox. I want people who inspire me in my inbox. So I took the initiative, even though they didn't know who the hell I was. You know, I'm like, no, I'm going to, because someday they're going to look back on these messages and be like, oh, I've had conversations with this girl. Well, that's where we are now. Now, when I message, it's like, hey, Ed, what's up? No, no, no. This is a real story. This is really cool. (laughs) Ed and I already shared a stage. We shared a stage in December. And he walked off stage. I was walking on. I had the microphone on. And he goes, (laughs) Jesse Lee. And I'm like, let me barf really fast. Ed Milet literally references me by name, right? Which I was like, I didn't know you knew me like that, right? We have this conversation. He goes, oh, I knew you were good, but I didn't know you are that good. You're following me. I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm Aww. following you. He goes, I love your social media. It is so good. I love following you. And then I'm like dying, you know, I'm like gagging backstage. But it yeah. started from all of these relationships and it started from not spending time with negative people. If people, here's, this is like literally real life, this just happened. There was somebody that was on stage this past weekend who I guess is like not a great person, but I didn't know. And I don't really care. It's not my business. Apparently they're fake news, okay? I don't care. Right. There are three people who took the initiative after I posted a photo of us together because I didn't know they're fake news. Who cares? Like, I don't really care. Yeah. She was great on stage. I don't care. Sent me all these links to her. Like, did you know she used to do porn? Did you know she used to do this? Did you know she was like this? Did you know she bought followers? Did you? And I'm like, I literally don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't care why have you spent so much time researching some girl who bought 10 million followers and you know bought her way onto the biggest stage like i don't care what does that have to do with me <laughs> yeah. like i don't care and so mm -hmm. i just hope like when people hear me saying this it's like what are you allowing in your mind because it's affecting everything i've never been a gossip spreader i've never been a negative person i've never been all of this stuff and so these people like the Eds, the Andys, the, the, the whoever's, Tim's, Brad's, Grant's, whatever. All of these relationships have cultivated in something very real for me. And now I'm in that circle because I didn't have time to, to watch hate videos about like this girl. I didn't spend any time watching drama TikToks. I didn't spend a, a minute doing all of this stuff. Like check what you're putting in your mind. Because it's rippling into everything. You want to know why you're not successful in your job or your business? Because you're spending time spreading gossip. You want to know why you're not happy and healthy and your body looks like crap and feels like crap and you're not and you and you can't even hardly wake up and you're lethargic and your energy is bleh. Maybe because you're filling your brain with negative toxic. Bleh. It's everything. It's messing with the cells of your actual body. Like I don't think people understand how, how much this negativity creeps in and destroys every single good thing you have going on in your life. So, I don't know. I could talk about it all day long, but small-minded people talk about people. Yeah. Powerful people no. talk about ideas. Yeah. No, wow. And honestly, like, listening to you is so, um, it's uplifting. Like, I literally, you just, you, like, could, I could let you rant all day, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just have, like, one last question, sure. I guess, if, uh, to, like, wrap up and everything. Um. If you could give advice, which you've already given, just tons of tips and notes and everything, um, to someone starting out today or, you know, listening to this and learning to get that negative just blech out of their mind, what yeah. would you say to do today? Well, get the people out of your mind then that are doing that. You know, you have to be disciplined inside of it. So I know it can be really tempting to type in the username or the actual name of the person who is taking up space in your head rent-free. Just discipline yourself, okay? Just don't do it. And every time you're doing that, just look, you're gonna be, it's trigger and then it's cue and then it's reward, right? Or behavior. So I can't stop the trigger because you're gonna be triggered by something. But what you can change is you can change the behavior. So instead of when you're like, Ugh, I wonder what blah, blah, blah is doing or somebody messages you, did you hear about Sarah? Did you hear about Marcy? Did you hear about blah, blah, okay. And your normal reaction is, ooh, let me go look on their page. Or let me go watch that video. Or let me, no, no, no. Like what if instead of that, you went and you watched something beneficial for your life or for your business or for your health or for your wellness or for whatever? What if you shifted the behavior? 
And then most of you need to go do a, you need a clean house of people that you're following on social media that make you feel like this. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what? Like you can do this with anything. Bodies. Let's talk about bodies for a minute. Okay. Everybody has, like I already said, a, an ideal of what they think the perfect body type is. Okay. Like anyone listening to this, like you can put like in a chat or whatever. I don't know. Like who is the body type? You're like, Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. It's so hot. Okay. <laughs> and then I want you to go look at who you're actually following. Because if you're following women, if you're a woman and you're following women who weigh 110 pounds dripping wet and it's your whole, your whole feed looks like, you know, silicone boobs and BBL butts and whatever else. Yeah. You're probably going to feel like a freaking wildebeest. All right. Yeah. You're probably not like, unless you're, you have that exact same body type. Same thing with men. If everyone you follow is a follow is a freaking bodybuilder and they make you feel like you're a little twig and you're worthless, why don't you hit the unfollow button from people who make you feel worthless? It doesn't see it doesn't make sense to me. Like my feed is not full of people who would ever make and it's not even body type stuff. This is everything. This is people the way people talk, the way people present themselves on social, or the way people write captions or yes, the way they look or the way they post or whatever. Unfollow people who make you feel like garbage. It's difficult to stay in a high vibrational, my energy so good, I feel amazing about myself space if everything you see is the polar opposite of who you are or who you're trying to be. If you're following the gossip pages, remove them from your page. The only pages I follow outside of business stuff, my friends, my, my relationships, whatever, are like funny, dirty memes, because I am funny and I like laughing at dirty memes, okay? <laughs> like, aside from that, you're not going to catch me on the gossip pages. I don't know what's going on in the Kardashians' lives. I don't know what's happening on, on Big Brother. I don't know what's going on in pop culture. I don't know who the hot celebrity is. I don't know who's trending on TikTok. I don't know any of this stuff, because if I'm watching somebody and their life looks so freaking perfect, and here I am in my life being like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm doing enough, you're going to start to self-deprecate, and then when people go, oh, I'm not doing enough and then therefore you do nothing get those people out of your life what what is the what is the purpose what are you trying to achieve by following people who are negative what are you trying to achieve are you really trying to, to grow and expand your mind and your life and your business and your skill sets and your whatever by following people who just sit around being negative I, I, it what what do you think is going to grow more negativity is going to grow you're not going to have more positivity by watching and following someone who everything is let me, look, we're going to cancel blah, blah, blah today. Today, today's news, we're going to cancel Joe Rogan. Oh my God. Anyone who posted anything about that, I was like, oh, hell no. Unfollow, 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 un right. blah, blah, blah. Like somebody tried to, somebody on my feed was talking about how Aubrey Marcus is running a cult. I'm like, oh my God, unfollow, 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 unfollow. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Right? Like people need to stay in their happy little lanes and you can get your information, not saying, you know, you should, you know, be completely oblivious to what's happening in the world. But when you know how you feel and it feels negative or it feels, you know, pressure, if you will, or you feel like you're, you get ang anxious looking at somebody's stuff or you start to change the way you think n in a bad way and it's not effective for helping your life or your business or your emotions or whatever, would you, there is an unfollow button for a reason. There's a block button for a reason. You know, like there are 8 billion people in the world. You think it's so loud that there are seven comments of negativity, seven versus 8 billion, do the math. Like the people that don't like you are so small and insignificant. It's just that you, you turn it into this crazy, crazy thing shut it all out 
And no, go find like-minded people because there are plenty of them around you. That would be my suggestion. That's amazing. No, that was so incredibly good to hear. And I love listening to you talk and I could go forever and ever, but um, I honestly was like, like blown away. So such a good talk and such a good podcast. Would you like to link out to anything like, where can we find some more of you? Where can people go get some positivity from you in their lives? I love it. Sure. So I'm Jesse Lee Ward. That's on Facebook. Or if you just Google me, everything should pop up. But my podcast is the People's Mentor Podcast. Instagram DMs seem to be the easiest for me to handle for whatever reason. That's just I'm Boss Lee. Same thing on TikTok. I'm Boss Lee. And uh, my bio has a link tree in there. And you can just click and I'm super easy to get a hold of anywhere. So that's me. I'm Jesse Lee Ward. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me.